Hello everyone and welcome to Indie Radio, broadcast number 55. Indie Radio is an indie game development talk show which is here to bring you interviews with both large and lesser known developers, recap the latest news, debate about topics in indie gaming, and to give you some tips and tricks for your journey into game development. Today is Valentine's Day, February 14th, 2015, and I'll be your host, Brett Hudson, broadcasting live from the Midwest United States. I'm Mike, and I'm broadcasting from New York on the East Coast of the United States. And today we have with us... Johannes. Johannes? <laughs> <laughs> Hi. Hi, me, Johannes, from Finland, Helsinki, Finland. Hi, I'm Yukio Kallio, also known as Kozilek, and um, I'm right now in Lahti, but basically based in Helsinki. Hello! <laughs> awesome. Yeah, aren't you guys like neighbors? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we live on the same same street. That's awesome. Right now, yeah. I'm, I'm at an uh, anime event in Lahti. Anime. I'm gonna play in like like uh, four hours or something. Hmm. Four hours. Awesome. <laughs> okay. Sweet. Yeah, I'm just laying around, being a bit ill, playing Aww. PS4. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, I think I saw that on Twitter. There's like some illness going around over there. Oh yeah, it's crazy. It's like yeah. mega flu. Yeah. yeah. Well, at least everybody you sound has all right. it. except me. <laughs> no, you you lucky sod you. It's the bowl cut. It keeps them it keeps them safe from the illness. <laughs> All right, yeah. So um, the show you yeah they they, they think oh. he's an object, not human. <laughs> <laughs> oh my, he's lagging like crap for me. <clears throat> oh, oh can I? Lagging for? Uh, this is live, right? Can I? Can I? Cuss? Can I use curse words? Uh, okay. Okay. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, you can. <laughs> Fucking nice, man. Just, just, <laughs> don't, don't drop the F-bomb. I, I guess, yeah, you can. We'll just... Heads up, everybody. This is about to get non-suitable for work. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> S- swear your head off. Okay. Oh, man. This lagging like crazy for me. I uh, wonder why. Yeah, it's kind of lagging t- for me, too. It's all right. How is yeah, we'll make custom what we got. Is it finished? <laughs> finish so, if this radio show is a lot of me going, what, wait, what, what, lagging? That means it's lagging. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Fin- Finland, US, we are like almost at the op- opposite ends of the world, so. Yeah. You just hate doing phone calls. Hmm. Wait, what? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, like, if if it gets bad enough, I I think I have international calling. <laughs> we could call you on a phone. <laughs> you, you speak yeah, your phone. Yeah, I'm calling in. Fantastic audio quality. Yeah, that would be, like, the most expensive radio show ever. Yeah. Like, even, like, high celebrities don't ask that much salaries <laughs> than that phone call would cost. Oh, phew. <laughs> Like yeah. I'm telling you, the quality's pretty good here, and I really don't get very good internet over here, so it's not that awful. Yeah, let's good. let's do this. Yeah. Right. So yeah, um, there's I guess there's quite a few conventions going on and stuff. Uh, there's Indiecade happening over in New York right now, and then Yukio, what what's yeah. the convention you're at? This is like the anime manga convention, okay. so it's like nothing to do with games. I just love anime and manga. <laughs> well, Perfect. let me know if you hear anything about the next season of Dagan Robo, please. <laughs> Ooh, we, wait, just wait. Have, uh, we just have like 
the director of Full Metal Alchemist here. It's pretty Ooh, cool. Ooh, jeez, that's and awesome. And the writer of, writer of Madoka. It's, it's fucking awesome. That's yeah. Awesome. If, <laughs> if you're talking I, about I have, anime... anime I have yeah? to say, okay, this is, this is gaming thing, <laughs> but like radio show, but I have to say that the, uh, the director of Full Metal Alchemist has an awesome ball cut. And it's super <laughs> awesome. Everybody, do ball cuts. <laughs> no, please don't. <laughs> please do. <laughs> okay, let's but talk, talk, Talking about manga games. and anime, Yukio has <laughs> the craziest tattoo on his leg. Oh. It's the logo <laughs> of One Piece. He has a logo of One Piece. Oh, and on nice. top of that, he has like the corniest banner Naruto. ever. And it says Naruto for life. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if you got to pick some Naruto and One Piece are pretty good, so... Yeah, they're both good. <laughs> oh, man. It was a joke tattoo. <laughs> <At first. laughs> okay, let's get back to games. But... Oh yeah. Yeah, so, so video games, you know... <laughs> Yeah, there this is what I was in for three magazines. <laughs> yeah, so I found out about these video games last week. They're pretty cool. Oh, wow. Um, so, yeah, what what has everybody been playing lately? Uh, there's been a couple of big releases. Ooh, ooh, I've been playing Jet Car Stunts or something like that. Oh, mm-hmm. awesome. I love that game. Yeah, yeah, it's super good. It's really frustrating right now. I mean, I'm in the very hard levels, and it's like, ugh, oh, how do you do that? <laughs> well, you get it eventually, I promise. Yeah, that's that's been good on the PS Vita. Yeah, I've been enjoying okay. that. It's good. Oh yeah, nice, nice. I heard you said PS4, so I can tell you're a, uh, an independent type person. <laughs> <laughs> All this Sony stuff. Yeah, Sony stuff. Uh, I've been. I would be playing Majora's Mask 3D if I was home, but <laughs> I'm here, stuck here. Well, I can tell you that it's worth the wait, because I've been playing it for about five hours. I didn't get any sleep, and I think my girlfriend's going to be pretty mad about that. Ah. <laughs> it's definitely I want to play. It's, uh, uh, it's, it's from like, a musical standpoint, they've uh, they've even touched up some of the sound parts and stuff like that, nice. things they didn't even need to touch. So it's uh, it's really good so far. I, I, can, I cannot recommend it more right now. Yeah. No, Major, Major's Mask is like my favorite, number one favorite video game of all time, so I'm really excited for this. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm a Wind Waker person, but I gotta say, like, Majora's Mask, I've always wanted to get into it, but uh, I've, I just, for some reason, I've never been able to, so it's finally my chance, and I'm really loving it so far. Oh, it's man. awesome. <laughs> I'm, I'm like the black so sheep of this radio chat, because I don't, I don't like Zelda games at all. <laughs> What? So really, yeah, like, like Ocarina of Time. Ugh. Like I've been playing down the 3DS, and yeah. I'm at the point where inside Jabba the Hutt's tummy, or whatever. <laughs> Jabu Jabu. Jabu Jabu. And yeah, and I'm like, what is this? Like gelatinous blob? And I'm like, ah, oh, fuck it, I'm not bothered. Well, <laughs> yeah, I gotta tell you. Any temples in that game that have anything to do with water or fish or anything, <laughs> yeah. d- just push Why through because it's worth it. Temples are always fucking hard. <laughs> you know, I think it has something to do with the, the fact that uh, just the way of controlling your character in like water-based situations, like you're either you're losing friction because it's either like ice or watery, or you're yeah. controlling in like a three D space of water. Like I don't know. From like the controls change for the from from the rest of the game. Mm. And that's another thing. I got 
about uh, they changed a lot of the controls for uh, Zora Link. So, mm. oh, if, yeah, you enjoyed, if you enjoyed swimming around like a dolphin, you can still do it, but you got to use your magic meter. So, it's a, it's a change, but it, it definitely makes the regular controls a lot better. So, it's a good change, in my opinion. So, so okay. they changed the mechanics with it too. Oh yeah. Okay. I, I just wanted to clarify because I got a bit confused there. <laughs> yeah. So, Brett, I heard you like indie games. <laughs> yeah, indie games. Uh, before we get I into... hate video games. <laughs> before we get into indie games, um, I'm just going to mention that we do have an IRC channel. If anybody wants to jump in there while they're listening and chat with us or ask either Jonas or Yukio uh, questions, yeah. uh, you can jump in. It's on the afternet.org network. It's just the channel name is Indie Function. Uh, we also have it on the radio page, so if you're listening to this from our website, the chat should be right beneath it. So uh, you can jump in, talk to us, ask questions, whatever, and I will check in frequently. And Mike's just jumped in there too. So, yeah, I'm gonna retweet the tweets now. Oh, sweet! Did you tweet about this. Yeah, we. Um. So yes, we have a tweet about it. Yep. All right. Yeah. Oh, yep. I got notifications. Was that you? It was you. <laughs> yeah, but we're just we're touching up audio levels a bit while we do this, I assume, Brett, because there seems there seems to be a little tiny bit of echo, but I don't know where that would be coming from. <laughs> oh, with Yukio, he's probably in like yeah, a in bathroom shallow, or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right when he jumped in, the audio hear, got a bit weird. Can you hear the water? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> it's like listen, we didn't say you were in the shower. We just said you were in a shower room. <laughs> yeah. So, 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 suddenly the video camera comes on. No, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm naked. Yeah, it's just it's just forty minutes of us just screaming in agony. Yeah. The leg, the leg. I'm, or something inside. Yeah. yeah. Possible. Yeah, it's it's not it's not just blue hair like on your head. <laughs> yeah, I just dyed my hair blue. Blue. I, I did blue once. Huh. Nice. People are having super weird weird um. Feelings about this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So yeah. Um, so I guess we'll go back to the origin story because everybody loves indie origin stories. Um, All right. So Yukio, uh, first heard about yeah. you with Luftrazers, and then Jonas, I first heard about with Nuclear Throne. So I'm guessing since you guys are neighbors, you met each other, and what? What got you into gaming or indie games development and stuff? Actually, I think we know, with Jonas, we know each other because of band stuff from like 10 years back or something. <laughs> yeah. Guess? Yep, yep. We, we, we played in, in bands and we met at a live place or something. Huh. Yeah. We both met like at a shitty gig. We both yeah. hated the gig, but it was good because we were talking about like Trigon and stuff, like anime stuff. <laughs> Why are we getting back to anime all the time? Yeah, let's not do that. Like, fucking <laughs> <ugh, ugh. laughs> cartoons. <laughs> this is anime radio broadcast number fifty-five. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm disconnecting now. <laughs> <laughs> all right, oh, but yeah, um, about getting like how I got into indie games. That was like entirely separate from Jonas, I think. Like, I don't yeah. know how Yokos got in, in there, but I basically did really shitty indie games on a forum called 64 Jitits, and then um, 
Jan Willem was on there, and he made uh, shitty games too, from Vlambeer. Yep. And then uh, he invited me to Poppencast, and we made a lot more shitty games together. Huh. And then at some point he just realized I made music too, and then he asked me to do a soundtrack for Trouser, the original one, the Flash game. Okay. And I guess that's basically how I started doing this shit. Oh, nice. Yeah, I've I've actually used sixty-four digits. Um, I did a I did the scary four digits uh, game jam a couple years back. Oh, cool. Yeah. Is it still going on? Like the yeah, they they just had a jam like a couple months ago, and I was going to enter, but I didn't have time. I was moving and stuff. Oh, nice. Cool. So you said you you used to uh, be at the Poppin' Cast, correct? Yeah, yeah. They invited me to this really shitty forum. Now it's also <laughs> so, um, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's funny now that I look. I know a lot of people who uh, are there. It's pretty funny how all these connections happen. Uh, Andrew Brophy is there. I think I bring. I think I brought him up in every single indie function radio I've done so far. Probably. <laughs> it's pretty funny. I don't think I've ever met Andrew actually. Um, he's a really he's a really nice guy. He has a really yeah. fun story too. But uh, yeah, no, I mean uh, he made he made a lot of games that actually are a lot like Vampire games. Uh, Cowboy Killer comes to mind. That's a really yeah. great game. Yeah, I always think Takashawa is dead when I think Andrew Brophy. That 3D trippy... Oh, yeah, you know... I, I don't know if I ever brought this up, but I actually did a full soundtrack for the sequel to that, and I still haven't seen much progress on it. I didn't even know there was a sequel. <laughs> I haven't seen any money! <laughs> Where is it? <laughs> yeah, no, oh my god. And it was really fantastic, because uh, you guys are familiar with... Game Maker, right? Obviously, yeah, yeah. of course. I yeah. use it all the time. I make all my shitty games in Game Maker. Yeah, yeah so well, yeah. you guys know, you guys know the three D capabilities of it are like they're decent, but they're not out of this world. Yeah, uh, he had a really great, like I'd say, better than N sixty four level of like camera control and like just the graphics in general, the rendering and the frame rate was at sixty, and it was perfect, and it was awesome with transitions and everything. And I don't know yeah. where that is right now, so. Whatever, <laughs> just sits in limbo. Probably one of my old <laughs> Yeah, I haven't I haven't seen him in a while. But that's funny that you bring up Poppin' Cast though, because a, a lot of people I know have met through there. So that's crazy. Yeah. So just curious, what yeah, are your musical backgrounds before that? Like musical backgrounds, like when did you like get into music and all that? <laughs> I would be because. This this will get us back to anime actually. <laughs> I I watched an anime called Back. It was such a cool show. That I just asked my mom like, please get me a guitar. And then I started learning guitar. The first thing I did wasn't like doing covers or anything, like learning people's songs. I just started like composing and then recording really shitty acoustic songs. And then I um, met some peeps and uh, formed bands and stuff. So basically, my musical background is in bands, like punk bands and shit. Huh. <laughs> and then, um, at some point, I found this program called Reason, like proper head Reason. Yeah. And then, uh, then I tried to do something with it, but it didn't go too well. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, huh. Yeah, my background in music is in bands, basically. Which is definitely really interesting, considering like all of the stuff that's been happening with the indie game world recently. 
That's really awesome, though. I feel like the whole Vlom beer, like, the whole idea would fit really well with, like, the background and bands and stuff. It's, it's like, a really tightly knit group. Yeah. It's really cool. Not always. <laughs> well, not always. But. I, I guess you could say the same thing about a band, too. So, yeah, Jonas, what got you into doing sounds and uh, making up languages for video games? <clears throat> oh, wow. Uh, that's... <laughs> That's that's a long story. Like again with bands, I started playing in bands. I started re- uh, mix, live mixing bands. Then I started making demos for our bands. Then I started making albums for our bands. Then I started making TV and movie and animation sounds. And then I started making my own video games. And I started making sounds to my own video games. And then I started making sounds to other people's video games. <laughs> and then here I am. <laughs> huh. Well, if it's that easy, I guess I should just uh, go do that right now. No. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's like the short version. Oh, wow, yeah, that's, that's something awesome. happening. Yeah. Oh, no, Yukio, Ooh. what is this? What? Ah, we have another special guest, music. the background noise. No, is there a lot of background? I can't yeah. hear it. Yeah. Oh, the band I'm supposed to sing in is rehearsing right now. I don't know what I, I can do for that. Oh, no, that's oh, fine. That's just <laughs> I'll just put the jacket on me. All right. Is this better? No. Probably <laughs> 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 not. <laughs> oh, crap. But yeah, um, like video game stuff. Um, I started making video games with Game Makers. No, wait, wait, wait. I started making mod games. Like, uh, you know, text-based adventure games. Yeah. yeah. With mod, like mod stuff. Um, I started yeah. making my own, like, small, like, like, small room level thingies. Then I got kick, click, and play when I was like twelve or something. <laughs> oh boy! And I made like shitty, yeah, yeah. really shitty Tony Hawk like uh. clone games. Because like, I was, I was into skateboarding. You just dated that one real well. <laughs> like when you jump and you wouldn't like, you didn't have any like uh, physics or anything. Just jump and you just continue jumping and flying. But I was like, okay, I don't know how to get back down. So I made games where you just like dodge birds and shit. The skateboarder. <laughs> it was like the dumbest game. My friends were like, this is shit. And so um, then I didn't do anything for years with games. But then uh, I went to a electric school, like electrics and um, computer technology. And we had Visual Basic. And I'm like, oh, wait, this is a bit like doing mud games. So I made like shitty adventure, text adventure games again. And then I got into Game Maker via Yukio. I was talking with Yukio like... <laughs> I moved to the same, like, neighbor, kind of like the similar neighborhood that where Yukio lives. I mean, I'm like, oh, wait, we both live around here. Like, what's up, man? Like, it's long time no see. And then we were talking about stuff, and and, and, and then he's like, oh, you're into games? Like, you want to make games? Um, do you know this software called Game Maker? I'm like, no. Then I checked out Game Maker and started making games with that. That was, like, 2009. And then... I also went into the popping casts back then, but I was so inactive. I did like a few jams, and that's it. And then a few years ago, I got re-invited to popping casts and stuff like that. But yeah, it's been like weird, weird stuff like that. So yeah, and then professionally, uh, like my first commercial project... Uh, I was in an event called Indie Beer, where like indie developers meet and just have a beer. And over there, I met this person, 
uh, Petri Purho, who made Crane Physics, uh, he introduced me to a person like, oh, here's a sound designer, uh, Johannes Turner. And I'm like, oh, hi, man. And I met Johannes Vuorinen, who is the uh, creator of Frogmind slash Badland game. And he's like, oh, we need a sound designer. And I'm like, okay, cool. I'll, I'll do a demo for you guys. And that kind of escalated to be something quite huge. <laughs> Sorry for the background noise. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Well, you can't expect yeah. to get a call with a uh, with a musician and not hear some type of musical stuff. <laughs> yeah, we got a musician music. and a sound designer. It's <laughs> double trouble right now. They should stop soon. <laughs> guys, guys, you suck. Stop. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I'm doing an interview. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, what's right. the next question? <laughs> well, of course, the ne- the next question obviously would have to be, uh, what were your inspirations for the two the two like huge projects in my opinion, like that blow my mind: uh, Nuclear Throne, Wasteland Kings, blah blah blah, and uh, and Lou Frosters. Like, where did that all come from? Because I I am a musician myself, and it, it has to come from somewhere. It's not just like sitting around eating Cheetos. Well, I mean, I guess you could eat some Cheetos and come up with music, but. It's got to come from somewhere, so that's what I'm interested in. So I guess I'll start with Lift Trousers because that's like an older older project before Nuclear Throne. It was released last year, but it was like ready two years ago or something, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah. I actually but, know, um, so I know a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah. But they probably know. But um, with Lift Trousers soundtrack, it was like they were doing this lo-fi fighter game like Jan Billen was doing, and he was like, Let's just do like super dirty electro stuff for that. And I was like, okay, let's try this. And it, it worked well. And um, uh, I made this track, but it kind of didn't feel like it was enough to just have like this popping beat in there, like the original Lustrizer. And um, I, I add, added this like fake orchestra part to it. And it was pure luck that the orchestra part. Like, uh, the time when the orchestra part starts, it was, like, perfect gameplay-wise. Because that's when you were really, like, there were a lot of enemies and it came to this, like, super, super hard part at that point. And then it just somehow worked really well. And, uh, yeah, it was basically Jan Villain's idea and then I added shit to it. So I've, I've played a lot of it. You're telling me that that, that orchestra was an accident to come in when it did, because that totally well, felt like it was supposed to. The, the idea of orchestra was wasn't an accident, but when like the time when it came in, that was like like gameplay-wise, it was such an accident to make it to the perfect point. A lot of people thought that the orchestra part sound uh, starts like a, like when you get to a certain point in game. Then the orchestra part like starts like <laughs> automatically, but it's actually just one song and it just loops that. Uh, I, I don't know. It's it really <laughs> Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of entranced in that music right now. No, anyway, so <laughs> on your end, I was reading uh, your interview with. Oh man, I'm gonna I'm gonna destroy this Gamma Sutra. Oh man, I don't feel like I got that right. But um, I'm reading this, and you're you're just talking about how they didn't have a sound designer, sound designer, and they wanted one, 
and now they do. So that sounds interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? I'm, I'm lagging a bit. Oh, sorry. I'm reading the uh, the interview you did with I I the yeah, thing I can't pronounce. It's, it's Gamma Sutra Kings. or Game Gamma Sutra, whichever. Gamma Sutra. There oh. we go. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, and oh okay, yeah, yeah, that one, yeah. Well, well, yours, and then you talk about Johannes. And uh, basically, it's like, oh, you don't have a sound designer, it's stupid, and then it just adds so much to the game. So, of course, now I'm interested to hear, like, what you've done for this. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. So, um, oh, man, uh, still lagging a bit. So, are we talking about Nuclear Throne? Yes. Well, any projects you're up to talking about, so Nuclear Throne in particular, because that's like one of my jam right now. <laughs> All right. Nice. Yeah. So, the question was what I'm doing for Nuclear Throne to make it feel like it does. Well, I yeah. Guess. Just like what, what you're basically okay. doing for. <laughs> okay. My basic design for Nuclear Throne is uh, I kind of wanted the game to. Oh, I still do. I kind of want the game to feel like a overly punchy arcadey. 70s seaside movie, like sea grade movie, like a really shitty movie, but to make that sound nice and punchy and arcadey. So, I watched a ton of like old 70s, 80s sci fi movies and 90s sci fi movies, and I took a lot of reference from those. <clears throat> and then, uh, when I start making sounds, I kind of want. Like, all the actions that you make, like, when you press a button, I want that one button press to feel as, like, crunchy and good as possible. So what I do with, nucle especially Nuclear Throne, like, when you shoot, all the shooting sounds are, like, you have, like, like that small <laughs> in front of the, yeah, yeah, like, actual pop sound. On. So it's, like, yeah. So when you, um, like, a normal gunshot sound in a game would be, like, and I think that's, like, uh, nah, that's It, it works, like, but... Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's like it doesn't feel like I have to say I've been playing Destiny right now. Oh wow, I'm not going to slack off Destiny by the way, but they won an audio prize and I'm kind of surprised. Uh, like the weapons, <laughs> they they sound nice, but they don't feel nice. Mm -hmm. Like they are missing yeah. that small like punch. So what I do with Nuclear Throne is I add a fuckload of punch. So it's like instead of like do 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 do, it's like like they're small like. <laughs> Pressure in front of it, like, and I add, I add this like small, maybe like a few milliseconds long, like fud in front of all of the sounds. So it's like, and that's kind of essentially how Nuclear Throne feels. Like it does. Like everything is really like, like there's so much hype in the actual like button press. And everything else is just like everything else, but it's just the button press. I want to like emphasize that. And 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 and, and uh, with nuclear throne, the thing is, like when I create sounds, I don't really care about faders clicking and stuff as long as it sounds good. Yeah, I gotta agree with you. No, you know you. Well, I was just gonna say I gotta agree with the the bullets. Uh, it it's just the sound effects add so much to the game that you don't really realize until you're you're sitting down playing it with a pair of headphones on you're like every time i click is satisfying as opposed to it just being like oh i got to kill yay it's it's satisfying to just shoot so you just want to keep shooting oh yeah <laughs> yeah you just want to shoot more right. all the time 
Yeah. yeah. It's music to your ears, and then the screen shake to your eyes, and it's, it's a perfect yeah. combo. Oh, yeah, and what we do with uh, shooting as well, like, and music, um, like, the shooting and music interact with each other in a way, um, you know, like, in game to have ducking, with ducking, I don't mean the animals. I mean, like, <laughs> when someone talks, it lowers, like, the ambience and all the other sounds. Like, yeah. what's out? And you would have, like, things lower for that amount of time. Mm-hmm. Or in radio, you have music playing and someone's talking on top. It's like, like, it lowers down when someone talks. We use that in Nuclear Throne. We were like, yeah, let's do ducking. But instead of vocals, let's put the ducking on weapons. So when you shoot... It lowers the music and ambience and all the other sounds. And the more powerful the weapon is, the more it will duck the sound. So it's like music. Basically what it does is like, it makes it sound really, really loud, even if it's not loud volume. Yeah. And that's like the goal too. Like that totally makes sense for a game about just completely annihilating everything and shooting constantly. Yeah, yeah, it gives, like, more impact to it. Like, you are, like, as a human, you get used to, like, having the background the same, but when something happens to the background, it gives more emphasis to what's happening. So when you shoot, like, you have da 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 you're like, oh, music. When you shoot, it's like, like, gives a small nudge to that feeling that you're already kind of used to. So it's pretty Yeah, cool. and I mean, and I mean, not to, like, not to preach about anything here, but... Uh, I do a lot of engine, sound engineering and sound designing myself on yeah. my albums that I have. And uh, yeah. when I when I was working with iTunes, to one of my albums on iTunes, they uh, they equalized a lot of the volume. And I said, oh, it's yeah. not about the, it's not about how loud it is. It's about the the contrast of how loud something is in comparison to something else. And they yeah. just, I, I mean, that's one of the problems today. And what you're totally t- you're totally hitting like exactly what I mean with this, like. Just if you bring the background down, you don't need to make the gunshots louder. It totally emphasizes it in a way that you can't even do with volume. It's awesome that <laughs> awesome the yeah. thought that we that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Contrast yeah. is really good keyboard for that. Contrast is like what makes sound design almost. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I mean, of course, like volume, like how loud something is, especially in video games, it's just related to the volume knob. So, um, like. Sometimes you might play, like, oh, wow, wow, crazy background noise. Uh, so, Junkyo, um, <laughs> tell them to shut up. Sorry. <laughs> good. Hyvä, perkele. Sorry, cursing in Finnish. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but, um, so, um, Why are we <laughs> yeah, well, I was talking about volume, like, I've noticed a lot of, like, a lot of, like, AAA games, like Call of Duty or, um, Battlefield and stuff, like, you actually have to turn the volume knob pretty high to actually hear the games, which is nice, because then you have dynamics in the game, but, like, with music, people are just used to having everything in full blast, so you don't really have that dynamic range, and as, as soon as you have music, that way you just where you kind of learn to put the volume knob up, you gain dynamics, and that's that's what I kind of want to bring back to games, but Nuclear Throne is probably the worst example right now for that. <laughs> it's, it's fucking loud. <laughs> it, it's a statement, right? <laughs> Stop this bullshit! <laughs> yeah, there's, there's yeah. no Nuclear Throne so, after bedtime. So if you're ever going to give a, like, 
example of, oh, this is a dynamic mix. Please don't show nuclear throne yet. <laughs> it's going to yeah, be mixed. We're like, the mixing space soon. Like we're yeah, it's going to be mixed. Better. Yeah, and that's actually a hard thing about early access. Because people are already used to how the game sounds. And yeah. when, like, when we start mixing, I'm going to like turn everything down. Like, really down. So you have to kind of turn the volume knob a bit up. And then I'm going to start mixing from there. So explosions will feel and sound like explosions and stuff like that. Like a rat won't be as loud as a <laughs> nuclear explosion. <laughs> yeah, so. uh, I've been playing the early access, so hopefully I'm not contributing to the problem here. But um, I've actually been, I played a little bit of it on my surround sound 5.1 system. And yeah. I mean, I, I'm sure it wasn't like necessarily mixed specifically for that, but it sounds fantastic on that as well. Uh, with a oh, subwoofer, nice. I mean, Jesus, oh my oh, god, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it was awesome. So, yeah, I gotta yeah, recommend that's that. The point. Yep, <laughs> like but the amount of low energy we have is a lot, especially on weapons and explosions. <laughs> oh man, oh man, but yeah, yeah I, I totally that. agree with that's... that. And uh, the, the dynamics, uh, as someone like. Like I said before, I work in music a lot, so I'm really conscious of my hearing. Like, I try to be careful with all that stuff. Mixing for, like, a lower volume to sort of emphasize instead of just making it louder is, like, a huge thing that uh, I think, honestly, not even just in gaming and indie gaming, but just, like, sound design and mixing in general, like, needs to take a focus on in the future. Yeah. Or at least go back. Yeah, I mean... I mean, I wish video games would take mixing a bit more seriously, and especially like middleware, like working with FMOD and Weavers and stuff. It's great and all, but they're still kind of shitty. Like I, I don't want to like. <laughs> wow. Uh, I mean, but it's true. Like if you check, like, like, uh, <laughs> wow, this is gonna end up bad. Um, so the thing is, like, we still don't have. I don't think we still have proper mixing tools. Like, yeah. especially Game Maker, that's a joke, but, um... <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> game but, like, Maker sound is so shitty right now. Sorry, yeah, the games. They're flying yeah, sorry, effect, games. oh my god. But, um, like, but FMOD and Weavise, like, people tend to, like, praise them a bit too much, but when I've, like, been using them on various games, it's just, like, right now, when working on a few games, working with both engines, and I have to say, like, even though they're amazing, like, what, what I can do inside a game with them, but still, the actual mixing stage itself is kind of... It's totally not there. It's still awkward, wonky, mm-hmm. and what I could do in Pro Tools in half a minute takes me, like, half an hour in either one of these, hmm. which, is, which is, like, ugh, not cool. Like, just to get all the volume faders working at once and tweaking while you play is still like seems to be an impossible feature yeah no I totally get what you mean uh, it's, it's a completely different like subsystem of stuff to like work with sound design in games and uh, like you talking about how there's too much praise thrown around I totally agree with what you said earlier about Destiny uh, it's just it's like people are praising it for having adequate like mixing like having any mix at all like any design yeah. as opposed yeah, exactly. to having good design and i mean exactly i guess i should say like uh i don't know if you guys are too familiar with banjo kazooie 
But in my yeah, 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 yeah. Just like the way that that uses design to like the way that different sounds pop in and the way that it uses like I I mean I'm sure like as a sound designer you've seen like the uh, different sound effects they use for the voices the, the different samples like rrr, 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 like they use one <laughs> and then uh yeah like you you get the whole personality of the character just through that like I mean yeah that's not much, that, that's not as much of a mixing standpoint as much of as like a design standpoint design, but, yeah like, they're using the sound design to like do more than just like in, in games like Battlefield and Call of Duty I feel like it's just an accent for like a team wins yeah. and then it plays a sound and yeah. the mixing on the other hand I mean we haven't come much further than back to the NES when there were like eight channels and it's like or whatever there were <laughs> it's yeah. like mm. we need to take more of a focus on that and oh. I definitely realize when games do yeah actually I have to give praise about mixing to Battlefield 4 and Battlefield 3 like the dice guys they yeah. I think like they're how they make like I mean, I think they have the right path how they do stuff. Because, like, to me, playing Battlefield 3, I almost shat myself when a tank shot. <laughs> I was like, whoa, like, just the bullet flying, like, flying next to you, like, <laughs> like, whoa, whoa, that actually felt good. But, um, yeah. but then there's, of course, like, event sounds that sound like event sounds, and you're like, ah, oh, okay, that's scripted. But, um, but, they, I mean, they have a good shot at it. And, like, I'm not saying that Destiny sounds bad. I'm just saying, like, it's weird how it still doesn't feel that punchy to me. I think, like, a lot of AAA companies don't really have the guts. And they probably can't do it because they have, like, so many customers, mm. like, in line. So they can't do, like, extreme things like indie games can do. And I'm not, by the way, saying that indie games sound better than AAA <laughs> games. It's a different matter. But um, well, well, I'll say, I'll say that I'll take the flag for it. But in most <laughs> cases, in my opinion, there's a lot better, uh, a lot more care put into it. At least I, I agree. I agree. When it's when you have a like, because the thing is, if you're indie games, you can take bigger risks. We can do more personalized sounds and stuff. Yeah. So with AAA's, you know, you have to sell it to a crowd, and you have to like make sure that sounds won't fuck it up. But with yeah. indie games, you can be like, okay, we're gonna be, we're gonna be ballsy with sounds. We're gonna do this, and then people either love it or hate it. And <laughs> like, the thing is, a lot of indie games don't. I mean, when you have like new emerging sound designers, and they want to be like, oh, look at me, and they do their own sounds. Like that's what I do as well. Like I don't use sound libraries that much, mm-hmm. if at all. And that's that's when it becomes interesting to me to hear a game where someone has done the sounds themselves. It's like, oh wow, this is a new experience. It's I'm hearing what he's done, like what, through his ears, I'm playing the game in a sense. But in lots of like triple A games or indie games where there's someone like just using sound libraries, it's like, oh okay, it's CD five of general sound ideas again, <laughs> and it's and that's like the most boring shit ever. Like playing stuff like, well. I'm not going to say names anymore because I'm just going to dig my own grave. But um, I'm going to GDC, by the way, so I'm going to see these people. Oh, crap. And (laughs) like a lot of bigger games use stuff like boom sound libraries and whatever. And it's like, oh, you use that sound instead of that sound. It just becomes boring. Yeah, I totally know what you mean. Yeah, and that's why I like Battlefield because they actually record shit themselves. It's really cool. Hell yeah. Yeah, what I kind of said Battlefield. 
what, what, what? Sorry, sorry. When I said when I said battlefield, I, I was uh, I totally agree with the the way that it's used as like a mixing like a dynamic standpoint. Uh, I wasn't yeah. bashing like straight up. I, I don't want you to think that. But no, I totally agree <laughs> with you. And I mean, you know, it's weird. And I know this has nothing to do with sound as much. But uh, if you have a connect on your Xbox One and you're playing Battlefield mm-hmm. Four, you have surround sound. Mm-hmm. You act, it's actually a system in place where you can like tilt your body and uh, obviously you'll tilt in the game. Oh. So yeah, I'm cool. playing with surround sound and I'm hearing bullets on my left and right and I'm tilting my head away from the bullets and I'm actually not getting hit. Like that is oh. absolutely like. Oh, that's cool. That's, yeah. cool. that's cool. Wow. Yeah, the, the thing that I can't wait for is up and down speakers. I hope that will oh. be a thing in the future because think about playing like alien isolation and you hear the alien above you you're like oh, oh my fuck that bass in my ass so amazing yeah I mean, technically, technically that wouldn't be the, yeah, <laughs> that wouldn't be oh, too hard because no. I mean uh, a lot of people already hang speakers from their ceiling all they would have to do is yeah. have a dedicated speaker yeah and like this Dolby Atmos coming around I mean that's slightly different but I mean it's already putting speakers on the ceiling so we just need yeah. speakers under you, yeah. sitting on top of speakers. <laughs> you should have a game jam that's dedicated to like weird audio setups. Yeah, let's do that. Oh fuck yeah, awesome. that would be great. Yeah, I'm down. I'm down with this. Sweet. Yeah, I I've got a friend that I could work with. <laughs> All right. I was gonna say I'd be in on I'd be in on that. Um, I actually speaking of game jams and sound design, I brought this up last time as well. I was on indie radio, but uh, I did the sound for a game that Brett programmed. And uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. my whole philosophy was it, with, yeah. with it was to use uh, design elements that made it feel like it was underwater. So, like I, 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 uh, I used a lounge uh, electric keyboard, like a uh, like a, almost a Moog type thing, but not really, like a Fender Rhodes. And yeah. I just had everything sort of like I, I I don't know. I went I went swimming and I was like, my ears are messed up, so I'm going to mix it to sound like what it sounds like now. So, and a lot of people liked it. So. Uh, hmm. I feel like game like that. If I can do it, anybody can do it. Because <laughs> <laughs> it would be awesome, though. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Uh, the the plus maybe it would raise a little bit of awareness to something that could really, yeah, pull, uh, the not triple A, but maybe the like the games that are good. Yeah, cough, cough. <laughs> yeah I mean, it would be something different. Like, think about people playing these jam games, and they're like, "Oh shit, I actually need to move my speakers to be." to enjoy this yeah. game as it's supposed to be and like yeah, cool. of course headphones would be weird but like mm-hmm. like putting just normal speakers like okay one up one down and you play a game where there's like you're in an elevator and you hear <laughs> shit on top of you and under you <laughs> yeah but some people build those like flight simulator like super yeah. detailed like those cockpit like gameplay rooms for themselves so why don't they yeah. have like an audio dedicated thing that has like speakers everywhere. <laughs> yeah, that would yeah, be like, cool. I imagine. What if you made a game? And now this is just a quick concept that I came up with. Now, if I was doing a jam like that, where you literally play as like a blind person, and you there, you there's, there's, there's a game like that. I know there's been there's big games like that. Yeah, that's what I mean. Papa Sandra. Like, like that would be awesome. Like I, I mean, I have to check that out. But just like. That's a concept in like two seconds that I'm sure like people could come up with, like things like that. It'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah. Do you know this jogging app? Like zombies are 
running after you, <laughs> yeah. and you have to jog faster, or they oh, get yeah. you. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty cool. <laughs> Walking Dead Simulator. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like, actually, I think it's like, there's this, the app has this, um, like, the program for how, where to run faster and stuff. For you, yeah. like for your body, and and then and then it just like you can hear more zombies coming after you, and then you have to run faster. And then like when you can hear no more zombies, you can just like relax a bit, and like you just put headphones on and go jogging outside in the darkness. And it's yeah, fucking yeah, it's good. Awesome. I think it reads your like geolocation and updates like that. I guess I don't know. Hmm, but it's pretty cool. Yeah, there's a lot more complexity in that than I thought. <laughs> Yeah, that's cool stuff. There's a lot of cool audio stuff, but I feel I still feel like audio is not being represented. Like it, 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 like if people took more notice of audio, like back back in days, I think it would be way further right now. But it's, I mean, it's getting there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I mean, I I just saw a thing recently, not an article, but a person talking about uh, how Five Nights at Freddy's. Oh God, I brought it up. Uh, uses its sound basically like the game itself like the graphics aren't the thing that scares people the like the mood isn't what scares people it's completely the sound like the, you yeah. can close your eyes and be afraid of it just based completely on that and I mean yeah it's like well, well that's not as much of like like I said before that's not a design type thing but well it's a design thing not an engineering type thing but yeah, like, yeah. why aren't people like utilizing these things like you just came up with like well that came up with you just told me like four concepts that are like like fucking awesome <laughs> and, <laughs> and like there are so many more possibilities like there's so many things that we could use that yeah. would be awesome like and nobody's yeah, doing that, them yeah and that's the that's actually funny that's actually funny that you brought up like horror games because that's I think that's like one genre that actually utilizes sound pretty well in yes. designs. Like think about amnesia. Like amnesia is kind of eh, oh, when you yeah. see the potato sack heads, you are like, oh, okay, that's that. But it's the sounds that makes a game, in my opinion. Oh yeah, that was definitely. actually Finnish sound designer as well. Yeah, I think yeah, Finnish sound designer. <laughs> yeah, Tapio Yeah. Well, I guess I don't even have to try then. You guys have got this handled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sounds pretty good. Yeah, no, I totally agree. It's it's funny because I feel like throughout the years, and I'm gonna get bashed for this. The the company, the only AAA really that I think like pushes not sound design, but just like using utilizing music for like mood and things like that in the games. I mean, the big AAA is like Nintendo. Like, and going back to Majora's Mask, like, I mean, there's so many things there, and that was one of the, if I remember correctly, that was one of the first games. Uh, that Nintendo did that had like a really really large sound font that they had, but I mean just the uh, man. Well, I don't even know how to put it. It's just it utilized the mood was totally done like by the music and uh, of course the circumstance like the moon coming down is huge as well. But the, just the way that the music what was utilized, I don't know. It's just. I don't see Sony really pushing or anything. <laughs> uh, well, I think, like, Ocarina of Time, like, even though I don't really like the game, but, like, I have to say the reverb, how they, I mean, they, you, um, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Ocarina of Time, the whole concept with the Ocarina itself, that was kind of music. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, yeah. like, the main thing of the game. You have a Ocarina, you play an instrument, and, like, I like the reverbs, how they made, like, these, like, reverb zones, and they kind of faked you the feel that it feels like 
you're in different rooms with the reverb. They do some really cool tricks yes. with accordion. Yeah, well, that's what I mean as well. Like you gotta you gotta think that was what that was '97, so that was still a little bit early for consoles to do that kind of stuff, and they were even pushing it back then. I mean, they could have always done like little faking type things where they could have figured it out, but yeah, it's still really early on, and. I don't know. It's just like when I think of like music being utilized in triple A's, I, I don't really think of like, I mean, Halo, Halo on Microsoft, like on Xbox, that always had great mm. music, but I can't really think of a way that it utilized like design and things like that. But Ocarina of Time, like, and that's totally where I was going with it. I totally had a brain fart though. Uh, like the mm. Ocarina, the whole idea of like utilizing music as like yeah. a vital and elements of, of gameplay. Yeah. Like, it's just really cool, and I, I don't really see anybody else using it. I mean, there's good music out there in the games, but it's not, like, utilized in any way. Yeah, well, then we have, like, stuff like Parapeter Rapper and Guitar Hero, oh, well, which are kind of... Kind of course, of, you come yeah. up with a sound one. <laughs> 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 but no, uh, as well. I mean, the music game genre, uh, I think that's sort of like a pass. Because, I mean, there's games like Amplitude, which is it's awesome yeah. that they're making a new game that. But, uh, I mean, there's exceptions to everything, but it's like yeah. uh, how when you go to a battle in Zelda, the music will change. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Bind Waker had that really well, like the battle oh, music. Man. How it, yeah, how it, like, like when you hit the sword, it played like different notes, and then yeah. It, <laughs> yeah, and then it big, get, got bigger and higher, and it, it, it dun, worked dun, so dun, well. Dun, yeah. I, man, it's like, that's yeah, what that, I was that, really. Yeah, that really brings brings this uh, discussion. I think this brings the discussion to the modular modular music, like um, in games. Like games is the only place you can really do like interactive modular music. Like Loose Trousers had, we had this layer thing, and you change the parts, you change the change the music, like, like only the part of the music. But like like Wind Waker did this fighting music super well. And, like, there should be more of that, like, yeah, layered. Totally. Yeah. And, um, yeah. L- last week, on, not last week, uh, the last interview that I was on with a musician, I completely, know the name, Ma- of course. Magnus Paulson? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I was talking a little bit about uh, modular music as well, so it's funny that you bring that up. Uh, are you guys familiar with Good Vibrations, the Beach Boys song? The yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the song Good Vibrations. Uh, I I love to bring this up when I talk about this kind of stuff because that was essentially recorded like in pieces, like little thirty second snippets, and then just like taped together. And that was back in the sixties. So the whole yeah. idea of like, music being done in like he he would go to different studios and he's like, oh, I use each of the studios as a string because they each have their own like ambient amb- ambiance and stuff like that, yeah, and yeah. like they're so different. And I mean, like, that's an idea I feel could be used for games really well. Like, when you go into a different room, there's gonna there's gonna be a different like feeling in the like a house or something and things like that. Like, and that's what Nintendo has been doing. And I mean, all the companies do it, but Nintendo, like, I love to praise Nintendo. So, <laughs> mm. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no sound design. Uh, I think you guys brought up a ton of good points about that stuff. Uh, there's so much we can do. There's a huge future. And I think uh, now that essentially everyone, not everyone, but very close, uh, 
a lot of expensive music equipment is becoming a lot more reasonable, accessible. More, yeah. Yeah, yeah, accessible definitely. And a lot of those, uh, like five point one speakers, like especially, you can get those for moderately cheap and hook them up. And that's probably, I mean, I don't see much, uh, much improvement left for graphics. I don't see much improvement left for like the way the consoles work. But I think sound and uh, in- integration with like the room. I know that there's a lot of that going on with VR. But I mm. think once we have virtual reality type things, uh, we're going to need yeah. sound to match that, and that's going to be yeah. the next place to go. So yeah. That will yeah. be fun. Yeah, so you guys are yeah. talking, like, modular music, yeah. and then we're now talking about VR, and it's like, I, I, I got to talk about this. Have you guys ever heard of SoundSelf? Yeah, yeah yes. I, know, I know, Robin. That's the yeah. best Oculus Rift game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had him on, uh, I think, just about a year ago, and yeah, the I like all. All I can think of while you guys are talking about this is sound self, sound self, because it's it's totally dynamic uh, music, and yeah, it, you can like uh, you, what brought it up was when you guys were saying that you can only really do certain types of modular music with games, and I was like, uh, Robin, sound self, right? <laughs> yeah. So like, also if we were to do that jam, I'm pretty sure he'd be into it too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, I mean, he did the underwater thing too. Yep. Well, I can't remember what, what was that uh, called. I can't remember. Deep, deep sea. I think, I think so. Deep sea. Yeah. I yeah, he did it with Adam Saltzman. Yeah. Oh, that was. Oh, Capsule. was Saltzman? Oh, Capsule I didn't know that. was with Adam Saltzman. Adam Saltzman did the deep sea with Robin Arnold, I did think. He? Yeah. Okay. Like that was the like you, you put the gas mask on, you can oh, see yeah. anything, but only hear shit, and then you play that. Yeah. 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 Yep, my yep. stories mixed up. <laughs> Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, but I have to say about SoundSelf that I think, like, it utilizes the Oculus Rift super well because the Oculus Rift, like, uh, kind of like disconnects you from the other world, mm-hmm. like, like the normal world, like because it, it closes on your eyes, and that's like what, like, like, SoundSelf doesn't use the like head tracking or anything because that I think that's like kind of bullshit, but. Um, <laughs> It's really whoa, like, whoa, whoa. because because it isolates you from the like the normal world that like makes Oculus Rift and SoundSolve a perfect match. Mm-hmm. And it's like I was in in Game City in um where was it Nottingham Nottingham yeah I was in Nottingham and I was just like lying on the stage and just like putting Oculus Rift on and like headphones and I was just like humming and doing the sound soft thing and it was just so relaxing it was like perfect yeah i haven't seen like as good as that like like oculus rift implementation that's as good as sound soft mm-hmm. mm. yeah um i played a funny oculus rift game in assembly here in helsinki yeah. 2013 and it was I, I broke the game and that made it fun. Like it was just like, like a graveyard or something. I don't know. It's like walking around there. Like oh yeah, it's a walking simulator. Cool. But then uh, I found a way. Like cause it was made in Unity or something. Uh, you know when you jump towards a ceiling, sometimes you like teleport up really high. Okay. And it was like me running on a ceiling, <laughs> teleporting up high and dropping down. Like wee, and you could feel it in your stomach. <laughs> and then you just did it again. <laughs> 
that, that was fun. I, the guy who made the game, he was looking next to me like, oh, shit. Please don't break it more. I'm like, oh, no, 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 he's fun. He's fun. He's good. And he's like, he was kind of depressed. Not depressed. He was like, oh, shit. Like, I liked the game, not because of what he made it to be, but I liked it because I found a way to break it and it felt funny in my tummy. And that's like, <laughs> that's, that's what I actually like about games. You might find ways to make games more enjoyable than what the creator made them out to be. Yeah, like, think about Half-Life 2, like, speedruns. What the hell? Like, people yeah. doing the backward jump thing. That's, like, that's interesting to watch. You're like, wow, they're breaking the world. It's really cool. <laughs> yeah. How can we glitch, like, modular music like that? Like, make modular music for games and then, like, kind of have same kind of glitches in the music that the gameplay yeah. would have? Like, break yeah, the yeah. music? That would be fucking awesome. Yeah, that would be fun. Well, I think the the way that I can think about that working is, uh, like, assume you have different tracks for different types of instruments and stuff. And, uh, like, when you're in a battle or something, uh, an acoustic guitar changes to an electric guitar or something similar to yeah. that, like, at the most basic level. And then by breaking it, like, let's say you're just running around and you somehow manage to do something that would trigger, like, an electric guitar to happen, it, like, changes the feeling of the whole situation but it does it when it's not supposed to, and it can make a situation that isn't supposed to be like that change yeah. to something like that. I think that's the most basic way of putting it, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, guess I mean, more, you could... more modular you make it, then more you can have fun with bugs. Mm -hmm. Yep. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Ooh, that was a heavy music conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Right, I, so yeah, yeah. Yeah, the show's been going. Any other questions? For an hour, do either of you need to go? Huh? Or are you guys still good, or do you need to head out? Oh, no, lags a lot. Or what was that? You? Got? I can't hear anything. It lags so much. Oh. Oh. Uh oh. Like, do you need to go, you kill? No, no, no. Like it just lag. Like the audio lags so much that I can't hear anything right now. Oh. Okay. Oh. Do Hmm. Oh, I can hear oh, Jonas, kind of. Okay. <laughs> Let's continue. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's because I'm next to you. <laughs> yeah, you guys are over there. So, oh, yeah? Oh, I was just checking to see if it worked, Brett, if you were talking. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I'm still here. Everything's fine here. Are you guys coming to GDC? No, I I was really hoping to go, but with finances, it's just not a thing this year. And yeah, so I've been uh, I've been putting all my funds into PAX East this year, so that's why. Uh, I'm right. mm. I did go to Indicate yeah. last uh, fall. I ran into Rami there, and that was cool. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah the gentle giant. <laughs> yeah, it, it was the first time I had ever seen him in person. I was like, wow. Yes. Oh. Did you have? Did you have his uh, smelly leather jacket? I mean, his leather jacket on. Yeah, he did. I he gave me a hug. Oh, yeah, cool. <laughs> nice floral scent. I I was so hyped at the time that I don't think I even noticed. Like the entire weekend was just like a continuous high for me because it was just like indie-made <laughs> awesome people that I've seen online but never met them in games and. PlayStation <laughs> club party and ah. nice. Yeah. The life. <laughs> <laughs> the life. 
So, what are you? So, guys... any questions? Anything? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, like, is there anything that you're hoping to see at GDC, or is it mostly just like you hanging out with people? Oh, it's just hanging I'm out, meeting super people. Excited to see. Yeah, friends. I'm there for friends. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, I, I don't even have a GDC yeah. pass this year. I'm just going to hang out in the Yerba Buena Gardens and just go to parties <laughs> that I can go and hang out with friends. Yeah, I'm the same. I'm the exact same here. Like, the thing is, like, I kind of want to meet more people, like, just, like, new people. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of yeah. weird because, like, the American and European... Uh, like, these are the two gaming scenes that I know, and it's so different, in a sense. Like, the Amer- Americans have their own, like, circles, but Europeans have also their own circles, and it, sometimes it feels like a weird clash between the two in GDC. Like, I'm trying to talk to someone, but they know all the other people, so it's like, oh, hi, yeah, 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 whatever. And it's like, ah, but I want to know you guys. So that's kind of what I'm doing this year again, just going there and getting to know the circles a bit better. Okay. Like, outside of people that I already know. Sweet. Just mm. to meet new people. And, like, it's interesting to see new people here, how they do games, their designs and stuff. It's kind of, insp- like, it inspires a lot. And, uh, yep. like, exchanging conversations like this, where you just go, like, yeah, I did this, you did that, cool. Like, oh, it's interesting how we both do this thing and this thing. Which yeah. actually also brings me to a rant. But I don't want to, like, today I've sounded too ranty, but I kind of feel like doing a one last rant. Okay. Is that okay? Yeah. <laughs> no, absolutely not. It's super okay, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, one thing that kind of well, doesn't annoy me, it's a style, um, is that when people talk about sound design and stuff, like, about eight out of ten times when I talk to people, like other sound designers, they always go in about, okay, what plugins do you use inside, like, the engine, like FMOD or WeWise or something? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, are you saying that you need plugins to actually make sounds happen? Like, come on, that's bullshit. Like, just do a good design and, like, make it happen. And, <laughs> like, I was at this one big Finnish company, and they were, like, showing their new game, and they were like, yeah, we use this plugin and this plugin for the melee attacks. I'm like, that's actually really boring. Like, <laughs> what did what did you actually do yourself? Like, come on. Like, automated yeah, games no, and I stuff. Agree. I mean, that's kind of cool, but it's like, at the same time, it's like, you didn't really design this. It's just, it's just a rope, like, an automated event doing your work for you. Isn't that called kind of lazy? <laughs> Yeah. So I don't know. I, I kind of, that's what I don't really like about like a lot of modern sound design elements that people use plugins and stuff. Like that's not it's not original, and that's what I like. Like Star Wars, you listen to Star Wars, you're like, wow, this movie sounds great. And you know, it's um, Ben Bird doing all these sounds himself from like Celine Dion yeah. and like electric cables and stuff. That makes it more interesting. I'm like feels more alive yeah. than you have something like, yeah, yeah, that wind is made by that plug-in. I don't know. It's like, I set the parameter to be strong wind. That's like, ugh, so <laughs> how does this relate to the actual scene in any artistic way? Well, yeah, I mean, if like, you know uh, I mean. The, the lightsabers uh, in Star Wars, since you brought that up, like, the electric humming and the stuff like that, 
It's like yeah. you know that that sound exists, and you would think like that's what a lightsaber would sound like. But the fact that it's it's very like an it's a very analog sound, like it wasn't generated by anything other than an actual like a sound of electricity. Yeah. Like it just it adds so much to it because it, you can just you can almost feel the sound as opposed to just hearing it, which is awesome. I totally know exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's what, like, let's say, like, wind is a good example, because we have wind plugins these days as well. Like, someone's actually, like, trying to advertise me one. And I was like, no, no, no. Okay, you are in a haunted house, and you make the wind yourself as a sound design, like, and you add these, like, scary elements to it, and stuff like that, and that creates the feel, as opposed to having a plugin that is just, like, yeah, haunting wind, you do it for me. Like, it kind of, it loses the uh, to me it kind of loses the artistic vision but in a sense that can also be a design choice so either way it's yeah cool. i mean it's cool but it's also boring in a sense it's a bit like using you gotta be careful like, okay, how you i use want it. yeah yeah it's like i want a car crash sound you just go to a sound library car crash done it's like uh, uh, why didn't you just go and break some pots and pans that would have made it like more original yeah I just feel like that today <laughs> I'm, not, I'm usually not this miserable <laughs> yeah I saw I saw a really cool car video um, a while back I think it was for uh, Forza maybe they, they talked oh, yeah. about the sound designers on that and how they'd actually go get Real cars open up their hoods and rev the engine and all the crazy sound dynamics yeah, yeah, that yeah, they yeah. have when it shifts gears and as it accelerates and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's cool stuff. Did they have that system where you have the car in, like, it's in the machine that actually, like, spins the wheels? I, like, the car is static or was the yeah, car Yeah, the car was static for most, most of it. I saw one part where they had it driving, but I think that was for drifts and stuff so it could record the wheels. Oh, um, right, yeah. But yeah, they, they just had it like, yeah, that... up on a machine and they just spin the wheels and then record the engine. Yeah, like, yeah that, that, that stuff is super cool. I, I think that's really cool and it's also really expensive, but it's really oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta get the like, car. Like, to me... I... Huh? Sorry. Sorry, laggy a bit. Oh, no, you can There's continue. so much oh, lag right now. There you go, you go. Yeah. Okay, now we're back. Oh, are we? Yeah. Yep, yep, you go. <laughs> oh, okay, good. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think those machines, like, I didn't even know they existed. Like, I, I think it was Ford or something as well. I saw this video where they're, like, recording cars, and they're on these machines that they test, like, formulas and stuff with. And I'm like, wow, actually, I didn't know that machine existed. That probably sounds pretty cool. Like, just being able to rev your machine, like, mm -hmm. maximum, and just record that and hear the car kind of, at its max, at its maximum peak, we felt all the wind and stuff, and we felt all the danger. <laughs> like I once did, yeah, no. car sounds to a game, and I didn't really think about it. But like wind, wind is a major thing with cars. Like car drives, you have a lot of wind. But then looking at documents, how they like mic cars, it's really interesting. Like they make these cool wind traps and so on and so on, and wind shields from like gaffer tape and so on. It's really interesting. It's really really cool. Yeah, I was going to yeah, say, I didn't uh, really have from my perspective, like, well, it, it makes a lot of sense, like, uh, what you're saying about, like, the wind traps and stuff, because for for a lot of the, uh, a lot of 
the sound design, you're going to want to try to isolate as many things as you can so that you have as much control over them as you can, in some cases. Yes. And of course, yeah. uh, in some, you're going to be like, oh, well, I want the car with the wind. But in a lot of cases, you'll say, I want them separate so that I can focus on like how I want to mix them, mm. that kind of thing. And I never yeah. really thought about like how do you mic a car and, not get, and get it up to those speeds and then accurately get the wind and all that stuff. It's just... It's really cool that a lot of people don't think about that, and that's, I think that's totally, like, all the way connects back to what we said before. Like, people need to start thinking about the the way that we do all this stuff so that we can sort of build mm. upon it as opposed to just doing it the computer way, like the digital way, and doing it in a way where you're sort yeah. of cutting corners and it doesn't really do justice to the whole, yeah. Yeah. The whole yeah. way of doing it. Yeah, and that's another thing for, like, if there's any aspiring sound designers listening... Like, think about microphone pace placement. Like, do you want to already tie a sound into a room, or do you want to have maximum control over sound? Mm-hmm. Like, let's say I would record. If I want to tie something into a room already, I know it's always going to sound like be this like in this one room, like a certain sound. I might then microphone it from like a bit further away, or have another another microphone getting like ambience of the room. But if I want, like, let's say, footsteps that can be multi-usable, I'll just record them as close as possible in a as dead space as possible. So when we put it in game, we can play with reverbs to make different ambiences, like immense fields. So keep that in mind yeah. when you microphone stuff. Hmm. Huh. Yeah, that's interesting. I I watched... Well, the... hey. Oh, no. Mike. I was just going to say, I think, we covered, I think we covered a lot so far. <laughs> Yeah, um, I was watching one of your vines a while back, Jonas. Uh, I don't know if you recorded it or not, <laughs> but it was it was with leaves, yes. and um, you were crunching leaves with a uh, with a shoe, I think. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's a uh, like wooden like like an old like from a boat where you had uh, like rope. It's one of those like that guides rope, like a round thingy. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I remember seeing that, and I was like, oh, that's so cool. So I grabbed my tablet, ran to my kitchen, and, like, <laughs> tried making noises, and then I listened to it, and I was like, this yeah. sucks. <laughs> this sucks. Yeah, those vines are really funny. Like, like I just made them as a joke. But, like, some of, some of my friends were like, some of my friends were like, oh, how did you make that sound? And I'm like, I'll just make a vine and show it. But, like, when I do random work, I might just do a vine, like, as a break thing, but then like Yukio was like, "Oh, check out Jonas is doing these work wines like tutorials." I'm like, "I never thought of these as tutorials. I just thought of these of like cool sound things." Then I was like, then I started like approaching them more like a tutorial thing. Mm-hmm. It's been pretty fun. Like I do them every yeah, now and then when I have time. Yeah. Then I said, like, I think it started from like me doing grenade launcher for Nuclear Throne or something. Where I'm using like <laughs> plastic and metal tubes, yeah, and then like people are like, "Oh, that's how you do grenade launchers." I'm like, "Oh, right." So you can actually use this as uh, sound design like tutorials, five second sound design tutorials. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty fun, but I also post a lot of random stuff. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's part of Vine. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. I did the most horrible wine this morning because I had like old soup left over and I had to like pour it to, I mean you can put old soup in a bin because it will like just like go everywhere but um, you have to put it in a toilet 
So I did this worst puking wine, like fake puking wine. Oh, no. And then I was like, okay, I have to delete this. This is nasty. <laughs> Yukio, I have it on my phone if you want to see it, though. <laughs> oh, oh God. Oh. I need it. It lags so much, I can <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, the lag here is I can hear pretty young <laughs> yeah. Oh well, I think I better shut up. <laughs> Never. <laughs> Never. Hmm. Oh man. Alright. I uh, think this is actually curing my flu. This is pretty good. Like all this talking, <laughs> my flu is going away. Yeah, we fixed huh. something. Good. Yeah, like in, in two hours' time, I will talk positive stuff and not rant about stuff. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, um, I don't know. Um, I, I'm i pretty much out of stuff. How about you, Mike? I I think, honestly, we got the uh, we got the deep uh, sound design conversation I wanted to get. So I think we got that. That's yeah. really awesome. Oh, nice. Yeah. Before we do head off, yeah. though, I want to I want to do a little trash talk. I want to I want to get uh, criticism from the master. All right. Uh-huh. Gonna, gonna well, while we wait for that, do you guys have anything you want to plug, like any any little websites or anything that you want to just yeah, so that uh yeah, actually, 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 like when you said trash talk, I was thinking you were talking about nuclear throne because nuke the, uh, the language inside nuclear throne that, is called trash talk. That that is what I'm talking <laughs> about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, no, it is actually a written and spoken language, by the way. Mm-hmm. Many people don't know that, but just saying. Oh, but yeah, Yukio, do you have anything to plug around? Mm, it's lagging so much that I couldn't hear much of the the talk. At, like, <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. for anything the last to ten minutes. What? This is an advertised spot. Have you got do anything to oh. advertise? Yeah. Do you oh, want to yeah. plug? Well, nuclear strong for sure. <laughs> yeah. And um, I'm doing music uh for. A game called Choice Chamber right now. Oh yeah, I've like, heard of that. Yeah, like that's um a game designed to use as uh like a when you stream games. So basically, a player on the stream plays the game, and then the chat on the stream, like Twitch stream or stream or something, mm-hmm. they can affect the game. So it's pretty interesting. I'm doing music for Michael Molinari. Yeah. Oh, this is an interesting project. Yeah, I've uh, I've stayed in some of his chats before. I, I think it was him. He w- he made like an a game for Zero Hour Game Jam, I think, that integrated uh, the the Twitch chat, and there was like fifteen seconds lag. So you'd like you'd type something in, and then you'd wait fifteen seconds, and you'd be like, Ah, I did something. <laughs> it's like, oh, it, it works, yay! Yeah, so that that was pretty cool. Um, and yeah, I think it was the same guy with the choice changer. Yeah, um, probably. Yeah, yeah. So I th- I think I'm ready to uh to say some trash talk. Yeah, right, you you gotta give me uh, a, it. a rating, uh, a gold star. So <clears throat> so something like uh, Flaskin. Or <laughs> yeah, was, was that okay? That's super good. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good. That, it's F L A B two dots S H Y N. If you want to, you can even add some more throat to it, like do okay, stuff like so that. <laughs> like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the stuff. 
<laughs> yeah. You have to do be like what I do always when I do voice acting. I always kind of act the creature or person I'm doing. So mm-hmm. if like I always have my hands like open and I wriggle my fingers at the same time. So it's like I pretend to be a mutant. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot about acting, not just the voice, but like actual acting. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, that's good. I think that's that's a great question for uh, the end of the show. So yeah. if you were a mutant in Nuclear Throne, what would your power be? Oh. Oof. Invisibility. Please, please make me invisible. (laughs) I don't want to die. (laughs) What would be my? I would. I would be the. I don't know. I'd probably be the guy at the at the campfire, just playing the guitar, and then (laughs) getting shot in the head. Whoa, that's not a nice superpower. Your singing sucks. (laughs) This music. Uh, <laughs> I would just be invisible so I don't want to like dress up all that like clothes that have gathered dust and nuclear mm-hmm. stuff I would just be like naked and invisible <laughs> how about you Mike do you have a power? practical <laughs> oh man I think that's I think that's the perfect the perfect swan song right there <laughs> yeah and by the way flashing means let's do this now yep all right. Yeah, know. I was That's I was gonna say it at the beginning naked. of the broadcast, but I completely blanked on it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah I, I've spent a little bit too much time on the wiki. Good. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> That's actually when I do work. Uh, Sometimes I forget what some enemies do and stuff. I just check the wiki. I'm like, oh yeah, that's what they did. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of asking. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, the wiki is super good. Like, I have huge respect to the people who uh, run the wiki. It's yeah. crazy dedication. Crazy. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. Yeah, you get those like, kind of fans and you do good work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, Justin Chan was a fan. Like, he did, like, Waste and King's fan art. Yeah. Who does our uh, promotion art. And we were like, man, this art is so good. Do you want to work for us? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And he's a student, like, he's still still a student, and he's, I mean, he's working on all these games, and, like, uh, there's a movie coming out called uh, Game Loading, Rise of the Indies, yep. and he's doing, like, art for that and stuff. Oh, it's, uh, is like, he really? Uh, wow. Yeah, he's, he's gone so far, and he's super talented, like, he, did, he does the artwork for my music stuff, mm-hmm. and it's, uh, it's amazing. He's, he's so good. Yeah, yeah, I, I see his stuff all the time. I didn't know he was doing Game Loading, though. Wow. I mean, he did, like, a set piece for it. Okay. With, like, all various games that are featured in the movie or something like that. But still, like, that's awesome. You know what? I think I see Yeah. That. Yeah, like, uh-huh. they're, they're all kind of sitting, like, and it, uh, like, the top of the kind of pyramid is towards the right of the people. Maybe? Or no. <laughs> I don't know. It's been a while since I saw it. I'm just going to shut up. <laughs> I like pyramids. All right. So yeah, that was our interview with Jonas Turner and uh, Yukio uh, Kalio. Woo! So Woo! hope everybody enjoyed. Thank you for listening in to broadcast number 55 of Indie Radio. This broadcast is broadcasted live with 1,000 mics and was recorded Thank using a Um Our Cheers. next show will be on February 28th, 2015. Thank you again for listening and have a fantastic weekend.